Hello and welcome to the Serpent Temple podcast. I'm here this week with Richard Stevenson and Floyd as well, and me. Um, I'm Nina. So Rich is the bassist of Lowen. Um, so this is a very self-indulgent episode. However, I'm going to let you introduce the other projects that you do because there's quite a few. Yes, there's one or two. <laughs> yeah, so um, Lowen play live bass with you guys, yeah. um, which is fantastic. I love doing playing with you guys. Um, obviously, got to get that one out of the way first. <laughs> um, I play bass in uh, Praetorian, a sludge metal band from Hertfordshire. Um, I am the front man in Dead Flesh, deathcore band from Hertfordshire. Um, and I have my own band, uh, Dread Beggar. Uh, which I play guitar and sing. Um, it's like a sludge, doom, stoner type type thing that I put together myself. Um, those are the four live acts. And then I have uh, a solo basement black metal project that I kind of put together and recorded and did all the stuff for. So uh, I kind of count that as the, the fifth one, but not quite a band. You know, but maybe one day. <laughs> it's, it's not a black metal project if it wasn't recorded in the basement by one person though is it so yeah, yeah. exactly yeah pure black metal uh, yeah it's pretty good it's amazing we still don't really understand how you manage to balance everything there's, yeah there's um there's a few of them all together it <laughs> yeah. takes up a lot of time what yeah. you yeah. do is book a festival call it rich fest yeah oh, absolutely yeah yeah rich we, stock rich stock yeah we did yeah. used to joke about this because the the drummer in uh, dead flesh my friend nelly um, was the the sort of similar? He's he's in a million bands um, and always was in like seven different bands or whatever. And uh, he used to play in in my old band that I used to be in, and that's that's how we knew each other. Um, and he was like, "Yeah, I play in like seven or eight bands." And I was like, "Oh, well, I could probably do that." You know, <laughs> <laughs> and whenever some like ad would come up, I'd be like, "You know, we need a bass player." I'd be like, "Oh, well, I play bass." <laughs> yeah, but. Try to keep it minimal now. Like, try and try not to do any more new projects. Only five. Only five. Only except five. for the sixth one that I'm thinking. About. <laughs> Only yeah. six. Yeah. We're gonna do a psych card reading with you so that we can fully understand your powers of uh, doing lots of things. Brilliant. We w- the way we'll do it is um, I will ask you to put three cards in a row in the middle of the table. Okay. The first card will be your fast. Your fast. <laughs> fast card. Gotta go fast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fast and the Furious, Tokyo Rich. <laughs> I tried to say Fast and Future at the same time. Right. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh no, it's so unprofessional. The first card will be your past. The okay. second card will be your present. And the third card will be your future. And then if we have time, we'll do one on the top, one on the bottom. The one on the bottom will be your driving force. The one on the top will be your motivating, the thing you're going towards. Okay, cool. Yeah? Sounds good. Do you want to give these a little shuffle? Yeah, sure. Imbue yeah. them with your spirit. Brilliant. Hell yeah. Uh, shuffle cards. I thought today was going to be the day we'd see the split shuffle. Oh. <laughs> uh, I'm just I waiting mean, for someone to come on that could do it. Yeah. Start dealing them. I've, I've done it before, but you know, I don't want to don't wanna mess it up. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of pressure. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Be my guest. Okay. Three cards Three in cards. a row. Right. Past, present, and future. future. Do you want to flip over the middle card to see your yes. present? Presence, right, let's present. go. Union. Union. Nice. Ooh, yeah. I'll read that for you. Yeah. That's number 40 for people that are into the numbers. And I will find it in this book. Okay, so the Union card. 
A cup stands at the confluence of two streams. This card stands for a coming together, a wedding or an alliance. The cup is a symbol of celebration and relationships. It is a strong card with a promise of joy and the prospect of a great river deriving from the union. It can also stand for the meaning of two up to now separate parts of the personality. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Do you think that's about like you being in a, lots of bands? Like, There's definitely a union yeah. element of being in a band. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, meeting lots of different people, I suppose, which I suppose I've been doing recently, um, you know, sort of meeting meeting new people and going out and, like, doing different stuff and going to different places and things. Yeah. Um, so I've definitely been trying to make, like, new connections with people and, you, yeah, like say, union with uh, different different faces. And, uh, yeah, it's been it's been good fun recently, actually. So, you were at Enter yeah. Shikari last night. I was, yes. Yeah, yeah I went down with a friend, a friend of mine, Joe, and uh, his partner, and some other friends that um, I, d- I didn't really know too well. So um, that was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun meeting new people and going to new places. Went to Wolverhampton. Wolverhampton. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I haven't been to before. But, yeah. It's fine. It was fine. <laughs> Where great unions are made. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting though, the Great River, I guess that's kind of like the legacy of your music when you release it, right? You're kind of putting it out there into the world. Yeah, that's true, yeah, definitely. You definitely get that feeling of, um, you know, when you when you make something and uh, you, put, you put it out there and it's kind of there forever, you know, almost. And it's like, yeah, this is your legacy, almost. Um, which yeah, I, I really like. I really like that idea of putting something out and being like, yeah, this is my thing that I did. You know, and everyone yeah. can see it. And, yeah, and there's like a permanence to it that even when you're not here, yeah, going to be there. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, um, and you know, I like to kind of get into sort of what artists were like thinking when they were making and writing and like coming up with with riffs and lyrics and stuff. Um, that stuff really I find that really fascinating. Yeah. And one day I sort of hope that, you know, maybe somebody else will look, look at my music and be like, oh, I wonder what this was about, you know. Well, that's why you're here. <laughs> yeah. Shall we go to your past? Yes, yeah, past. No. Go for it. The liar. The liar. Wow, okay. <laughs> I thought Ooh. I said the hat. <laughs> the hat. <laughs> I don't remember this card. Actually, I thought it said the bar at first. <laughs> <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> <laughs> if you guys seen that video of Jennifer Aniston and the guy from, um, was it a diamond Adam, thing? Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler. Yeah. At, like, there's this award ceremony and there's a yeah. guy and, and he's, uh, he's in the way. <laughs> <laughs> And he's put your hat on and get out of here. <laughs> yeah, the interview stands up and he's like seven foot tall. And Sandra's like, oh my god, it's awful. <laughs> <laughs> put your hat on. That's my favourite video at the moment. <laughs> the hat. Was that recent? That clip or that was, was, that, was recent? I don't know. No. Yeah, it's only making the rounds now because I literally saw yeah. that like a couple days ago. Fresh memes for you. <laughs> <laughs> so, the liar, not the hat. Um, number 29. 29. Oh, fuck, I can't speak today. Sorry, guys. Um, number 29. The jester comes forward onto the stage, balancing on one foot, and his expression can appear sly. A dropped purse lies at his feet whilst he holds aloft his replica and a mask. This card stands for deception and the possibility you are being deceived or deceiving yourself. It symbolizes falsity, disguise, cheating, malice, and those occasions where one has to wear a mask to the world for whatever reason. 
Were you wearing a mask in your past? Well, uh, yeah, I mean, that's funny you should say that, actually. That, that last line sort of resonates, you know, I feel like wearing a mask uh, in life. That's uh, quite a deep, deep thing to get into there. But <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. I'd say like uh, the, li- the lie, I don't think it, I don't feel like it applies too much to me because I'm such an honest person. You, I don't think you could lie. Yeah, I don't think like, you could remember the lie. Also that, yeah. Yeah, I have a really poor memory, so. <laughs> like, that's the thing. <laughs> but uh, no, I think I tend to be quite open and, and honest. I'm like, I'm not one to lie generally. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, yeah. The guilt, the guilt eats you up, yeah. Like, so, <laughs> yeah. But, which is probably a good thing. You know? It is a good thing. That's uh, why yeah. we love you, man. Yeah. yeah. But the wearing a mask thing is really interesting. And I do wonder if, like, do you feel when you're on stage, you don't need to think about wearing masks and, like, things yeah. like that? Um, oh, yeah. I've sort of wondered about that as well. Um, a, a little bit. Like, yeah, it's, you know, the kind of question of, like, uh, am I, you know, permanently wearing a mask or am I not wearing a mask? Or, like, who am I, you know? Um, or should I, yeah, questions that get quite into quite often actually really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then sort of wondering if I'm doing things right or like doing things wrong or mm. um, yeah it just definitely comes out in like some of the lyrics and some of the songs that I like write and stuff but uh, yeah I mean get quite deep into that but, <laughs> you know when do you feel like things are right when do you feel like you're on the right path um, I think definitely like when I'm performing you know yeah like you say like being on stage and performing is like uh, in that moment when you're in that mirror, it's like half an hour or 45 minutes of doing doing your thing and you're like, ah, yeah, this is like, this is what I'm supposed to do. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I definitely feel that. That's really yeah. interesting. What um, do you think it is about being up there that does that for you? Uh, I think um, part of the kind of confidence of knowing that like, um, you know, you're a singer yourself and like you've got an, got an amazing voice and, um, you know, when you're performing and you get the response from other people that that like what you're doing mm. um and you know you put yourself out there and it's like a really vulnerable thing right to yeah. perform and be a musician um and when you kind of do it 100 percent and be unapologetically i was i was talking to my friend joe last night about this actually and he was like um saying how you just have to yeah be 100 percent unapologetic to yourself and be yourself and if one person says to you oh i like that then that's like worth it right and um yeah i kind of resonated with with that really um and just doing the best i like to kind of try and do the best like performance that i can especially when i'm fronting um because you know if you're like the main focus or whatever and then if people don't like it i mean i have to come to like try i thought a lot about thinking um like oh what if people don't like it or what if people think this or what if that but um, I think as I got older, I've had to like get over that, you know, and just just do it and hope for the best. <laughs> and if a couple of people are like, "Yeah, that was cool," I'd be like, "Yeah, cool, it was worth it." Somebody else thinks it's yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you put like a lot of thought into like the vocal techniques you use when you're fronting, like say for Dead Flesh, like like fries and sort of like yeah, I try to yeah. I mean, I I'm not too uh, well. I I don't know a whole lot about like technique and stuff. I just kind of. Um, tried it and just learned myself, you know, um, practiced and until it sounded good. So now I'm trying to figure out new techniques, but I'm like, I really should get some coaching to figure out what I'm doing with my voice, you know. I feel like it's become overly complex, though. Like, there's Is too it? much, like, schools of thought on how to perform, like, extreme vocals now. 
That's there's true, like a reaction yeah. channel where a guy like breaks down. It's a cool video to watch yeah. because it's great to hear someone that's like has pretty much mastered those techniques and you know and, and how to perform it. But I think you know the vocalists you always remember are the ones that kind of just just tried their own thing until they found something that fit, yeah, and they've yeah, always got so. like the most distinctive voice. Yeah. that's why I feel with deathcore anyway. There's a lot of copycats and like deathcore vocals. Yes, no. yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it's tricky to kind of find you know, what sounds good, I guess, because if you kind of vaguely know what you're sort of doing, you know, I don't know. But um, I've been trying, like, new techniques and stuff recently, trying to get, like, different sounds and cool. things. So that's been fun to explore. But, um, yeah, it's a work in progress. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I love that. Yeah. yeah. No masks for Rich on stage. Uh, yeah, I think so. Definitely much more open on stage, I think. Yeah, mm. it's... Uh, you know, take it or leave it, because uh, it's half an hour and, and I'm here and, and, you know, and I'll be gone in, in half an hour. So, <laughs> yeah. I think that's it's so interesting because, like, yeah, it's it's so scary to, like, go up there and bare yourself to a crowd. But then there, I think um, I think I accepted very early on that there's always going to be people who don't like what you're doing, so you may as well just yeah. do it in a way. That's but it's true. kind of freeing that there's always going to be haters no matter what you do, so you may yeah. as well do your thing. Definitely, yeah. yeah. I mean, do you think you feel the same when you're singing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's interesting because it's like it's not necessarily who I am off stage isn't who I am on stage. Yeah, if that that doesn't make sense grammatically, but I think <laughs> you know what I mean. It's like I'm still myself. Like I, again, I don't I don't fuck with lying. It's just it's yeah. too much hassle. Yeah, like well, I don't understand that stuff. Um, but I do think performing is like it's not deception. But I think you are putting on different masks Definitely, that are still yeah. part of you. Perhaps yeah. I don't know. But I definitely do feel like um, there are times where I have to mask. Like we were in Pret earlier and there was yeah. like a, a lady yelling like yeah. loads. So I had to just like put on a mask and like not freak out because it's so horrible yeah. to be around people who are yelling. Yeah, but then there's like, yeah. you know, when you're with friends, like that's different. You're kind of more yourself, right? You yeah. can be a bit more vulnerable. And maybe that's what this is about. It's about vulnerability because you're super vulnerable on stage. But then you have to pair that with like bravado for it to be a yeah. performance. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. There's um, definitely lots of different shades of yeah. Uh, well, me especially. Yeah. I feel like. Um, you know, I feel, yeah. I always I always get kind of confused. I'm like I'm this, this like one person when I'm like at work, and then I'm another person when I'm at home, and then I'm another person when I'm with friends, and then mm. I'm another person when I'm on stage. Yeah. <laughs> it's like. But it's still yeah. you, I think. I think we've sold this like idea of like you've got to be like one thing all the yeah. time. But if you were, that would be ridiculous. Because like, true, yeah. imagine like you're going to see your parents and you're in stage mode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you ready? <laughs> Open up this fucking pit. <laughs> <laughs> like the food gets out of the table, you just start like camping. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. That'd be funny. <laughs> No, I, I do think I, I find it kind of hard to be honest because there are certain parts that I prefer to myself and then I'm constantly like second guessing. I'm like, oh, yeah. um, you know, which one's best and like which, how should I act in this way? And there's a lot that goes on up, up there and it's quite exhausting to be honest. Mm. But yeah, if any of you guys relate. but um, I relate. Yeah. I, I, I'm better now. I think what helped me was that I would ask myself whose voice am I hearing yeah. when I was going through like, oh, you know, this is, I, if I felt not good enough, I'd be like, who is saying that to me in my head? And it would often be like a family member who was toxic or like a mean person. I'd be like, oh, that's right. not me. That's them. Yeah. 
somebody else is somebody else and yeah. like the the measuring stick of who you are is something that ultimately at some point hopefully you get to the point where you realize you can decide and it doesn't really matter if you're not good enough because that no one's it, no one's out there like measuring you yeah 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 everyone it's, thinks you're cool man like, oh. <laughs> yeah I don't, then I'm like, oh, am I trying to be too cool by like doing it? <laughs> and then like get Bless circles, you. man. Like, I, there's oh. no straight answer. It's really frustrating. It's like a little maze. Yeah. yeah. You are cool, Rich. Oh, I don't want to think I'm cool though. That would be that wouldn't be cool. But the, the secret is not to think you're cool. Yeah. The secret is not to. It's it's not important to be cool. Exactly. Mm. It it's not matter. important. None, yeah. Nothing's important. You get to choose. Yeah. 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 Just, just as long as you're making cool music, right? Like, right. It's the main thing. If you like it, then it's cool. I like that, yeah. Because yeah. you're cool. Yeah. And it's not important, but you like it. Yeah. So it's cool. That's the, the circle of coolness. I think we've definitely broken the world record for the amount of times the word cool was said in the last <laughs> seconds. I'm the last <laughs> Ulrich of cool, man. <laughs> His yeah is my cool. Anyway, um, should we move on to the future? Yeah, future. Let's do it. What we got? The scales. the scales. That's so funny. Yeah. We were literally talking about judgment. Yeah. <laughs> and judging yourself. I'll read it for you. Sure. Number 24. A pair of scales with fruit hanging from an ancient twisted fruit tree. This symbol stands for justice, moderation, prudence, and a sense of balance in our affairs. It represents common sense and a harmony with the world of nature. Wow. That's really interesting, actually, because I feel like I'm trying to get away from, like... Uh, common sense and like really? <laughs> yeah yeah um, I've, I'm like more chaos is what I kind of need because um, I get a lot of anxiety around um, things being like quite particular and like safe and stuff oh. um, yeah like especially with like my work and, and stuff because I, like, I do like a, a normal nine to five work type thing um, and it, I, it's kind of sad to say, but you know, I feel like I'm I'm gonna be thirty soon, and I'm like want to make sure that I do like fun young people stuff, like <laughs> you know, um, and being kind of being in like the nine to five thing, like during the day, and then doing the music is like two opposite worlds. And yes. um, I love the you know performing and writing and playing music and stuff, but it's like completely different just doing a desk job, you know. Um, so that kind of like, whenever I'm like doing the music stuff, I'm like, yeah, chaos, like this is way cooler, you know. Um, and it's a big contrast with the the standard um, day stability sort of sort of thing. Mm. Um, I, I find it really difficult to be honest. Like it's frustrating. Is it stability or monotony? Uh, that's a good question. Yeah, it's definitely uh, monotonous. So because yeah. <laughs> um, it's sort of you need like obviously you need that stability. Yeah. Um, of like the income and stuff to survive, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I haven't quite figured it out yet. But yeah, I'm working on it. <laughs> yeah, it's funny, isn't it? I feel like kind of like since the pandemic, I think with like the rise from like a lot of like work from home jobs, I feel like it's like a bit of a double edged sword. Because as much as it's cool to be spending time working at home, like it's just I don't know. It just feels like just like a little bubble you get trapped in yeah. sometimes. For sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, when I was working working from home, sort of, it was like full time during lockdown. It was like, you know, just on my own in, in my flat, and <laughs> it was kind of like uh, it gets a bit lonely, you know, um, if you're in one place for yeah one time for a long time. So yeah, but um, 
yeah, definitely more exciting things on the on the music side of stuff that I much prefer. So, yeah. And it's good that Thins are coming back. Like, it seems like Thins are, like, you know, shows and gigs and stuff. As, yeah. as hard as they are to run, and I can't I can only yeah. imagine, like, the financial struggle people have of actually still trying to make it as a band. But, like, at least it's good to see that there's, like, you know, kind of some growth and things have come back to somewhat the way they were before yeah absolutely yeah it's it's great i mean i, I don't know about, about you guys but um during, you know during lockdown and not being able to do do any shows or whatever was horrible you know i hadn't realized how important like performing was for my like mental health as well like having this kind of outlet was like oh, actually i really need that like to be doing that regularly um yeah, I don't know if you guys sort of felt the same. Or, uh, the first song we, the first gig we did after lockdown was Bloodstock, wasn't it? Was it? Oh yeah, shit, was it? it was. Yeah. That was yeah. the first show we did. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it was terrifying. God, I thought it yeah, was the Black yeah. Heart, but no, you're right, it was Bloodstock. How, how did it feel? Was that your first show back as I've got well? a feeling it might not have been my first Probably show. Probably not. But... How did you feel after lockdown going back into Oh shows? yeah, just like, it was like, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Um, I must have played a show with Praetorian before then, I think. But yeah, just just like, um, you know, you have something that you kind of take for granted almost and then it's not there anymore. And you're like, oh, I actually really needed that thing, that like performing thing. Yeah. Um, so I was very glad that we were able to do that again and we were able to continue doing that. Yeah. yeah it's good. Yeah, that was kind of like the genesis of the podcast, really. I mean, we just done it out of boredom with the lockdown. Yeah. Because we were just like, just need to try and do something just to like keep our minds. Mm. Totally. It really helps. And also, like, we were so starved of, like, social interaction that interviewing people was amazing. It always is, obviously, still, but back then it was like, it was like having drugs injected into your (laughs) veins to get to talk to someone, like, on such a deep level after, like, weeks of isolation. That's true. Yeah, those awkward two months, we just forgot how to construct sentences. (laughs) (laughs) No one one knew how to speak. (laughs) I talk to people again. I have to say, that Bloodstock show was amazing. Like, I think you guys went down an absolute treat. Thank you. Thank you very much. It yeah. was fun and strange and surreal. <laughs> it was. I, I was very excited for that Bloodstock show. It was a special <laughs> one for you. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It was so cool to see you, like, doing your thing. Yeah, it was super excited. Yeah, it went really well. So it it did. Yeah. Good stage as well. I have to say, it was a good choice putting you on the, um, was it the Jägermeister stage? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you get bleed from the sounds from the main stage, but I think I think Paradise Lost yeah. were uh, late, weren't they? <laughs> they so, were. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's the weirdest way to start a show ever. Yeah. It, it was so far. I can't remember what press it was, but there was an article and they were like, um, it was like, Lowen refused to stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Until Paradise Lost finished their set. It's like, no, we just yeah. got told not we to stop. We were told not yeah, to play. Yeah. 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 So, so we just yeah. sat there on stage like, what's up, guys? Yeah, <laughs> just, no just one refused. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, I think they said like, they made a bolt for a reference, so like, they were not compromised. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it was I mean, so that was cool. Oh, in a world of something. In a world of compromise, some don't. That's it, that's it. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, was. We do not compromise. <laughs> we do not compromise. <laughs> we came across like so much harder than we actually are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure. Honestly, I was reading that and I was like, oh, I'm just going to be that guy. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. That's great. Yeah. Shem Mustaine. 
Shabazzay. Shabazzay. Yeah, like yeah. on the, the show we played at Oslo, Shab was like yelling at the sound guy, like put the put the recording on. Oh yeah. He spent like Mate, hours recording, yeah. like, hours making yeah. a backdrop for that show, yeah. and then they didn't fucking play it. And I was like, what is this bullshit? <laughs> it was. I worked hard on that. Like. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, it wasn't. It was not their fault necessarily. No, there was there was a computer mishap, and there were wonderful promoters, and mm. it was a very well organized show. Yeah. However, Shem gets a little bit of stage rage. <laughs> no shade on them. Yeah, <laughs> he yeah. gets stage rage. Ah, yeah. <laughs> London Doom Collective are great. They look after us and wonderful. stuff. Yeah. But I don't yeah. know. It's like if you don't say something. If you don't make a point about it, no it's one's going to do it for you. There was one other show where um, they were still playing the music, and they were like, "Yeah, you guys can start playing." And they oh, were still playing the yeah, house music. Like, and was like, "Shut that off!" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah I just, you know what you were saying earlier about like you know masks. No, yeah, and like getting a bit older. Like that's it. Like now I'm the age because you were like, "I'm thirty. I'm thirty. I'm about to turn thirty-eight. Right? Yeah, and I." Do not give a fuck anymore what anyone thinks apart from Nina. Yeah. <laughs> she, most of the time. Not all the most time. Most of the time. There yeah. are times where even that's questionable. Yes. But yeah, most of the time I'm just like, I'm going to do what I want to do. And if yeah. other people like it, that's great. But mm. I tend to find the biggest rule I've had is just try not to make everyone around you uncomfortable. I, yeah. Unless you helps. feel like it. Yeah. <laughs> because you don't care, right? Because yeah. you don't care. Yeah. That's brilliant. Yeah. It is freeing as hell. Mm. I think uh, a lot of people say when you turn 30, you stop caring. And like, yeah. I thought I didn't care. And then I turned 30 and I cared less. And it was really nice. Really? Yeah. It's good. Yeah. It's, it's a good age. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Like I said, I definitely feel like the performing and stuff is like such a big part of me that enables me to care less about mm. what people think of me and like this and that and like self image and stuff. And um, it's so free so hopefully you know by the time I, I come 30 it'll be just like fuck it <laughs> yeah you'll, you'll have like a balance in how you judge yourself hopefully which is what the scales is potentially saying maybe yeah maybe yeah. and do you Should... know what sorry to butt in but I've noticed on stage mm. that Rich is more confident as well oh 100% I've noticed you yeah, look amazing on stage yeah, yeah. you get more into it now yeah. Yeah. than back in the day you for really sure let loose. you think yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. That, did you see that last video from when we played Oslo yeah yeah and then like yeah. you look great man you're yeah. fucking going for it yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah these guys just fucking going crazy it's mm. so cool yeah, because I, I, I was excited for that show. I definitely wanted to yeah, have a good time. and Yeah, it was really good. I really enjoyed it. It's a fantastic show. I thought it was one of the best shows that we played, actually. I agree. Um, yeah, me yeah. too. I agree. Yeah. Every time we say Oslo, I, I keep thinking, wait, you guys, when do you guys come back? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's surreal that our next one's at the freaking O2 Academy. Yeah, that's, that's, that's going to be scary. Yeah. Oh, is that Islington? Uh, Leicester. Oh, Leicester. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not as cool as Islington. But I don't know how big the stage is going to be. I'm kind of scared. I Googled it. It doesn't look small. It doesn't look Is small, it like Club 85? <laughs> yeah, I'll show you after. No, I'm going to shit bigger. my pants. It's bigger than Club 85. Yeah. You, we're going to play on that stage. Yeah, with Paradise Lost are playing it. It's a good point. Yeah, Paradise Lost don't play the Black Heart. You yeah. know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no shade on Black great. Heart, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no. I'm even more excited for it now. That's gonna be brilliant. I'm shitting my pants. <laughs> we're gonna get in ears and stuff. Because like. last year we were gonna play Uprising. We were gonna play the Firebug. The Firebug. Firebug. Yeah. Firebug, and that's yeah. more like a pub venue. In my type head, thing. that's it was kind of gonna be like maybe Club 85. But yeah, now I've said out loud O2 Academy. I'm assuming it's gonna not be. Small. Yeah. Right, yeah. Damn. Thanks, Simon. Well, think about the O2 Academy in Islington. Shit. Yeah. 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 Oh, you've got enough time to panic now. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be great. We got two rehearsals. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should be great. Yeah. yeah. Anyway.
anyway, enough about us. Um, no, fuck it. Let's talk about us. <laughs> <laughs> this is the confidence that Shem is talking about. Fantastic. If people don't like it, they don't have to listen. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you don't like it, just, just shut off the podcast. Yeah. It's cool. Um, shall we do your bottom card? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, this is the card that is... I have to get it in the right order. So the bottom one is... Well, I don't have to. It doesn't really matter. It's not like literal but i'm pretty sure the bottom card is like the thing that makes you do stuff so the thing the <laughs> driving force let driving. me finish <laughs> i'm trying to be clear so i'm being dumb at myself no, to honey, help myself explain it that's why you laugh at me when i speak um yeah it's the thing that makes you decide so that is your driving force the thing that that like gets you up in the morning um, and the thing at the top is your goal, what you're driving towards. Towards, okay. Yeah, so, like, the thing you wake up for, and the, top, the thing at the top is where you're going after you wake up. So cool. go for it. Okay. Put your cards down. This could be a, an interesting card, depending on what it, what it is. Mm. It's the uh, cave. Oh, the cave. You wake up okay. in the cave. Wake up in the cave. <laughs> 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 it feels like that sometimes. So. <laughs> 39. A character is prostrate, facing away from the light in the gloomy recesses of a deep cave. This card stands for depression and despair. It symbolizes. <laughs> funny that. <laughs> Goddamn. Like, yeah, yeah, that's about right. Yeah. That is correct. <laughs> it symbolizes withdrawal into the self as a result of pain or grief. It can also mean introversion or loneliness and acts as a reminder to the inquirer that the light awaits after a period of healing darkness. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. In a, a nice roundabout way. Definitely very relate, relatable. It's very... So much, yeah. yeah. I, I can <laughs> yeah. see you in that description for sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was the um, uh, the meaning of the... What was the, what did the card represent? I can't remember. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Even though it was five seconds. <laughs> so it stands for depression and despair. Oh no! In terms of um, the position of where oh the was. position. Sorry. Yeah. So this is what you get up for in the morning. What I get up for in the morning. <laughs> right. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. The yeah. ending is that there is a light at the end of the tunnel, right, okay, and that the really. darkness can be healing yeah. as well. Yeah, I think that's that's. Uh, yeah, relatable. I mean, I guess you've always got to spend spend time in the the sad phases to experience the good phases. Yeah. I suppose. Um, it's just a shame how you know, frequent and contrasting they, they can be, but <laughs> you know, um, yeah, getting up in the morning. I mean, I, I definitely struggle with that. So <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's interesting. There's a lot of sort of, um, schools of thought that, that I personally agree with that, like a lot of art comes from pain and the best Absolutely. art tends to. Yeah. So maybe that's why you're so prolific. Memes where they're like, oh, like they found a way to make stress generate electricity, and then it's like infinite power. Yeah. <laughs> Depression is the source of my creativity. <laughs> you fool. <laughs> I saw but, one that was just like masturbation, like wards off. <laughs> What's off serious illness? And then the next clip was just like me in 3042. <laughs> I saw that one. Oh, yeah. That's brilliant. Yeah. But no, no, it's to- totally true. Like the um, the stuff that I wrote and have written and probably will write is all stems from depression and hardship and anger and fear and 
you know, loneliness and sadness and all, all of these emotions kind of rolled into one, but it's definitely like a big part of me. Um, and yeah, through the music, I've just had to be kind of unapologetic about it and be like, yeah, this is what it is and I'm going to write it and you know, whatever, take it or leave it, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I've tried to, yeah. One, one thing I noticed is um, you made a music video for the, the Sombra song recently. I yeah. can't, sorry, sorry, I can't which song it was from. Uh, Endeavour Not To Dream of Endeavour Not To Dream, yeah, yeah, yeah. Great and in title. That, yeah, great title. In that, the lyrics in that song, um, I noticed it's very similar to there's a Zeo song uh, called Autopsy. And there's this, it's not the same, obviously, but there's towards the end of the lyrics, there's lots of questions. It's like, are you this? Are you that? What are you doing? And I thought that was very interesting. It's like, are you in your head? Are you the person asking the questions, or is that like an aspect of yourself asking you questions? Like, who is that point of view that's asking you? The, are they asking you the questions, or are you talking about someone else? It's a bit of both, really. Yeah, it's a little bit of both. Yeah, it's um, definitely yeah, a bit of both. Definitely asking myself the questions as well. Yeah, um, that song, um, I. It, it was uh, kind of a worked into the the EP title, which was a common conflict and the respite we deserve. Um, and it was the one that was slightly. I, I wanted it to be kind of slightly less depressing and like a little bit more uplifting um, in terms of like how the song was was written and stuff. And um, yeah, the lyrics for that uh, was kind of to reflect the sort of struggle of like sometimes. I'm really depressed and really sad and really low and everything's shit. And then other times, like, I'm not, you know. Um, you have those both moments. But then there's a lot of it, and it's like, even when I'm when I'm not, I still have these, like, questions about, uh, you know, um, is this real? Or, like, am I, how am I feeling? You know, I can never quite figure it out. So definitely a lot of, lot of questions towards, like, myself. And, and yeah, um, it's kind of how it played into the song, really, yeah. Thought. Cool. Yeah. So, like the the title was like "Endeavor Not Stream of Death" and it sounds like um, try not to feel sad. Yeah. <laughs> <Sometimes>, you know. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Like one of the lines is like, "I'm trying." Uh, you know, and it's that kind of desperation. Yeah, I'm trying, man. I'm trying, man. Like, <laughs> shit's hard. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I re- I'm really proud of that one. Um, mm. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. I really like. Yeah. It. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely lots of uh, lots of themes of. Sadness and despair, and yeah, but what comes from within? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I guess that links to the the liar as well, in the sense of like sometimes you really do just just have to wear a mask and cover that shit up. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah you can't be bringing that stuff around twenty four seven. Yeah, yeah, and that's like so draining as well. Yeah. For sure, yeah. yeah. Um, which is nice that you get to kind of open it out in an, art, an artistic uh, way, really. Mm. Um, which I really enjoy doing. I'm I'm so glad that I'm able to do that, you know, because I never thought I, I never thought that I'd be able to do to write like my own music, which is what Somber um, was. It was like kind of proving to myself that I could actually write music, <laughs> which I never thought I could do. Um, so that's why I particularly like that project. Yeah, yeah, like it's my thing that I did everything for, and uh, minus some of the solos, which. Um, Gren, our bassist and dreadbeggar, helped me with because I'm a terrible at league guitar. But <laughs> for the rest of it, yeah. 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 Me too. <laughs> and you've got great merch, I've got to say. Oh, I love you. my song. Yeah. yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad. 
I think there's something about this type of music that kind of draws us. It's like a catharsis in a way, isn't it? I think whether it be performing Absolutely. it or listening to it, yeah. you know. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, um, Samba was um, draws from um, black metal and uh, depressive black metal and um, post-black metal and all that kind of, a lot of the hipstery stuff which I really enjoy. Oh, know, that's so. just so good though. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, love yeah. post-black metal. Yeah, me too. Yeah, cool. Alcest was a big influence. Oh, I love Alcest, yeah. yeah. You ever listen to Lantmos? Yes. Yeah, so good. I love Lantmos. Yeah. Yeah, really good. Do you like Led Disgray? Uh, I haven't heard that. They're like similar to Alcest. Oh, really? Lantmos. Yeah. Also Austria. French. Oh, okay. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, we sure. Every time anybody ever mentions DSBM, I can never. You know the band Silencer. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> just, just, just a story about Going the dude on. with the pig. Oh, oh, yeah. It's like that's surely not true. That's got to be debunked somewhere. Extremely right? sus. I mean, if I went to straight oh, yeah. up fash Silencer. Yeah. I think so. I think I think it's like ninety percent fake. I don't think any of it's even real. Really? Because yeah, the whole story really is so he's shit. cut off his own hands, and, this and so like take trot is to his hand. To, to I'm trying to imagine going to a gig and you're playing with silencer, <laughs> and then you meet the guy and you're like, oh hi, and you reach out your hand to shake his hand, and he just puts a big trot. It's really that scene. Is it like scary movie? It's like, hey, take my good take my hand. Good, take my hand. <laughs> <laughs> a really a lame aside but I used to talk to a guy on Vampire Freaks when I was like Fuck 17 yes. Hell and yes. his username oh. was Silence of like ones yeah. and then his, his profile picture was like Warhammer artwork and I thought it was so cool at the time <laughs> Warhammer artwork is still cool <laughs> it's just I'm, yeah, I don't know. It was like it was like some German guy. Silence. So my my good friend Silencer from Vampire Freaks. Mine are good Shout out. Shout out. Hey, it might be the same guy that's been remixing Nate yeah. Oliviscaris <laughs> with your uh, <laughs> with your love and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I was a rush if it was German. Have you seen those, Rich? No. They're there's so a, good. There's a random guy on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> and he like mixes Lowen's music with like Nate Oliviscaris. Really? Like, he makes... does it so well. <laughs> really? And he like he'll put it on like with like a like a film mix of like The Witcher yeah, and like cut scenes together for the music so cool. yeah. it's like actually really good yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are, we, so are we saying Blast Beats in Lowen oh, like, let's go yeah, for real though. Yeah. it actually is yeah I was just like Sweet. what the fuck this That's is amazing. so great yeah I, could, I didn't have the heart to like do a takedown of him like, yeah. he could have that one he can have that <laughs> he can have That's it really. it's like three or four videos really sure. yeah wow. Lowen approved Lone approved, <laughs> verified. I'll definitely have to check that out. You that can keep the royalties to those ones. <laughs> <laughs> Should we do your um your goal? Card? Yes, goals. Goals. Friendship. So that is so Very you. Awesome. The ultimate friend. So number eleven, I think. Oh, look at that card actually. I don't think I've seen this one. <laughs> Like discovering friendship. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've heard of this concept. Sounds like a, sounds like a really friendship. shit porn title. <laughs> Floyd discovers friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hi, you're a big handsome guy. <laughs> Can you show me the meaning of friendship? <laughs> anyway, friends, three comrades are seen drinking in a tavern with a hint of a fourth about to join them. Wines and spirits and barrels in the background and an exotic bird. The atmosphere is cheerful and the beer is flowing. This card shows that aspect of life that centers around friends, comradeship, sociability. It stands for parties and togetherness. Oh, that's pretty sweet. I like that. Yeah. It's great. 
There's yeah. like playing gigs, being at gigs. Definitely. Being here, I hope. As well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meeting you guys and hanging out. And it's been great. Yeah, like um, I've uh, been trying to, you know, make new friends and stuff, which, man, it's hard. It's so hard when you <laughs> yeah. get older. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, meeting new people and making new friends. <laughs> it's scary. Yeah. Yeah. Because you don't know if they're going to be like a flat earther or something now. There's always that question yeah. in the back of your mind. Like, <laughs> you know, are you a flat earther? <laughs> do you think it's round? Or? <laughs> yeah. You've seen the footage of them trying to prove that the earth's flat and they accidentally <laughs> prove it's not. <laughs> yeah. Just the guy's face at the end. He's just like, yeah. <laughs> must be some kind of mistake. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, it must be a malfunction. It must be yeah. a malfunction. Yeah. <laughs> I, love, I love those videos. It's so good. <laughs> mm. Yeah, no, great. I, um, yeah, I mean, being like playing in the bands and stuff is just great for meeting new people, mm. um, which is brilliant. But even though, you know, it's, it's a struggle to be like as sociable and very envious of people who can talk to anyone. Um, sure. Sure, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. funny you said that about me because I think that about Nina. Really? really? Well, that's yeah. Yeah. Well, we as well. Yeah. You guys both, yeah. Yeah, when, yeah. We, when we go to some places, like, she would just be like, oh, I'm going to go and talk to that person. Yeah. Like, Man, I can't do that. I'm getting better, mm. but I, th- I definitely great, think Nina's, yeah. like, got It's a, like, it's a, a state skill. of mind. So sometimes yeah. I really yeah. can't. Sometimes I'm just like, I've, to, th- it happens very, like, two or three times a year. Usually if we're at a festival, I'll be like, I can talk to anyone here and I will mm. make some, I'll make magic happen. Mm. It's really weird. Like, sometimes you, you can just do it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I've, it's a skill that I find very, and I'm very envious of. <laughs> you got to uh, fake it till you make it. Absolutely, that's, that's yeah, that is legit. That's the what I do. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think with me, you probably just see me after I've had a gummy, and I'm like, hey man. <laughs> the secret to friendship Maybe. is. Uh... <laughs> that's funny because I'm straight edge as hell. Yeah. I'm like sober is not as like I don't know what sober is. Yeah, that's it. Sober but that's coin. it for me. You're you're like. Um, it's like, um, you know, you'd get like a King Arthur, right? And the knights. Right. The way I see it is like, you're like a knight. Uh-huh. And then I'm like, and you're the the king. Squ- I'm the squire. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, the- <laughs> I'm King yes. Arthur. So you, you're like a knight. Yeah, you're like a knight who's taken like a vow of poverty. Like, I won't drink. Oh, is I won't that right? do drugs. I'm, I won't do. No, that's what it's called. You know? I'm not poor. No. You're like, like a poor knight. No, they would renounce <laughs> earthly pleasures. I'm joking. In the yeah, pursuit yeah, yeah. of holiness, you know, uh-huh. or whatever. So that's like you. And then I'm there in the background with my fucking. My weed gummies, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like okay, I'm boss. <laughs> I tell you what was cool to witness: you speaking to one of the bartenders at the Quran Bro, thing. That guy was so oh, cool. Yeah. And, and it turned out they're playing Uprising, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was so. Sick. There was this guy, and he had um, he had like it was like a curly. I it wasn't. It wasn't like a perm. It was like a mullet. He had, it was the coolest hair. Oh, like, it was like thrash such an yeah. thrash haircut, yeah. right? And he just looked sick as shit. And he was like the bar guy. And I was getting a drink, and I was like, "Dude, I gotta say, you look. I love your look. You look fucking sick." I think he'd had his like then, nails done, and he had like yeah, he had like yeah, yeah he had like a little mustache, and he had a hanging earring like you. And then he was like, <laughs> "I was like, love your vibe, man. You got a real cool look." And he was like, "Oh, thank you so much, man. You too." And I was like, "You got to be in a band, right?" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah." And I was like, "He's like, yeah, he's like, oh, of course, yeah, yeah." And I was like, "Oh, what band you in?" And I was like, "I'm guessing you're in a fresh band." And he's like, "Oh, I'm in a melodic. I uh, know he's like, um, I'm in a psychedelic doom band." And I'm oh, like, sick. "Dude." And then, and then I'm like, what's your band called? Yeah. And he's like, oh, Longheads. And I was like, wait, I've heard that name. Yeah. And he's playing Desert Fest. 
really? on the same oh, day as we're playing, and also his band are playing um, Doomlines in Sheffield on the oh, same really? day we we're yeah. playing. So I was like, no. yeah. And then I was like, I had a look on my phone, and then I went up to him. I was like, dude, we're playing the same bill. And yeah. he's like, no way, dude. It was so funny. It was like, <laughs> it was like dude, where's my car? Yeah. 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 It was the same energy. And we're both like, yeah. that's so sick. Don't we just become best friends? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah I love that guy. He's cool. That's great. <laughs> Yeah. That's the great thing about like the Doom scene and stuff. Like mm-hmm. kind of you know, you meet one person who's like, Oh, I'm in a Doom band and he's like, Yeah and you know, I know the guy who's in this band who knows this and it's like everyone knows. And then you're just really friends. Cool. Yeah, and then you're friends. It's yeah. Like, yeah. It's true. It's true though, because I feel like Deathcore or something, I feel like everyone's like more preening and like, oh, I'm better than them. You know what I mean? Like, whereas Doom feels bit. way more friendly than yeah. so many other yeah. different yeah. music genres. You can't really be bitchy. Like, yeah. how, can, how can you be mean to someone who plays Doom? Yeah. I don't understand. We're just, everyone's so like kind <laughs> and friendly yeah. and like, yeah. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. yeah. I would be like, oh, look at those flares they're wearing. <laughs> How could you say that? Some cool flares, man. Look at those flares, they're sick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's literally like. <laughs> you know what's funny, though? Um, I kind of learned a bit from Jimmy Bauer. You know, because when we were at Hellfest last year, I saw Jimmy Bauer and I was like, Jimmy! And he just turned around and gave me the middle finger. Fuck you, dude! And it was so, but he did it in such a friendly yeah, way. It's so, it's so funny. funny. <laughs> I was just burst out laughing. And he's like, what's up, man? <laughs> My favorite thing that happened at Hellfest was we were watching Memoriam and on stage, Carl Willis, Carl Willis just points at us in the crowd and waves. <laughs> Mid song. Mid song. <laughs> I think he like stuck his tongue out and we were just yeah, like what that's so like, good yeah that was, that was the sickest like hello ever that's fantastic <laughs> I think we'll ever beat that yeah people were looking it's like who the fuck are they <laughs> like 50 French people turned around at once like what <laughs> so sick oh my god Lowen's in the audience <laughs> <laughs> yeah if only it's fantastic uh, it's pretty funny yeah. well I think that's friendship nice. is a beautiful way to end the podcast yeah. um, thank you so much for coming on man we've wanted to no have problem. you on for ages yeah. and it's just such a pleasure that, that you made it and that we delved deeper into the cave of your mind yes that cave that cave <laughs> yeah. the morning cave absolutely yeah. no thank you so much for, for inviting me on I really appreciate it thank you for coming Rich yeah. please like and subscribe and go and check out Rich's bands because they're really fucking good and come and see him play live and us play live too if you want absolutely yeah. thank you Until next time.